so I have a secret word written down, well, or typed out on my phone, you know, whatever. It's, just, it's, it's 2018, okay? But I have a secret word, and uh, if anyone says the secret word, then uh, we're going to take a shot. And each and every time someone says that secret word, it's shot time. Why are you always out to get us drunk? I'm reckless, Ryan. <laughs> we getting reckless. That, that should have been learned from episode one. Oh, my reckless goodness. Reckless Ryan, founder of Flunked Records. <laughs> Hi. Named so for a good reason. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Should have been drunk in records, but I think it was already taken. Aww. Yeah. All right, all right. So let's so let's uh, get into today's banter topic. Um, by the time that this episode releases, this topic may or may not actually be old news. Who knows? So just let's so you guys, old. let's hope it's old. Yeah. <laughs> just so you guys are kind of aware of like the prefix of when this episode comes out. That this is as of yesterday that this happened. Um, so in the last twenty four hours, we have successfully seen um, Dat Six career go down the toilet. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. Kicked off his label, um, everybody pulled out of all of his uh, tours and everything, and has put his social media on on private. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> he's getting, he's replaced on every festival he's on right now, yeah. Although, frankly, I have to say, by putting everything on private, everyone who has screenshots of that stuff is like, disperse, disperse, and every, every picture of every awful tweet mm-hmm. that he tweeted... It's okay, bro. It's vibes, bro. He's a vibes vibes. reader, bro. But don't worry. He's still really rad, though. Yeah. Yo, everyone. I'm rad. (laughs) I'm a vibes reader, bro. I have to say that is the most pathetic apology or like uh, not even it wasn't even an apology no, it was literally nowhere in there it said i didn't do this at all this is all fake it was i'm rad bro we got a rad zone dude if you're talking it's the about vibes. something serious and something as important and you know like as that you do not start off saying yo everybody <laughs> i'm real upset about this man this really bums me out or whatever the hell he was saying you're messing with my vibes yeah. bro Let's not forget, he's probably perpetually on ketamine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Apparently, that's what he feeds everybody on his van. Yeah. Apparently. All the Tulsas. All yeah. the Tulsas. Yeah. You know, oh, I'm offended. I'm so angry about that. I'm from Tulsa. You know, <laughs> I'm a little offended by that. If you yeah. live there, you can say that because we said that all the time. No, wait. No, wait. Don't, don't admit that you're from Tulsa because oh, you know what that means? What? means you're a slut. Oh, damn. Sorry, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, uh, uh, Space Jesus and Riot 10 have pulled out of the tour before it got canceled, but uh, he also had put out a statement saying that he had nothing to do with all that stuff. Yeah, no. Um, so a lot of people are having to pull away from him and also like disassociate themselves and and really um, tuck away any kind of relationship with this particular artist because of all of these allegations. Which, I mean, there's there's basically a no um, no tolerance policy when it comes to things like this, which I think is is good on part on the part of the music industry to say like hey we don't we don't allow this at all this yep. is not okay and i have a feeling it's just tip of the iceberg when this episode comes out who knows who's next who knows good riddance started yeah. in hollywood now it's in music and it's like undeniable proof at this point yep there's even there's been like a snapchat picture floating around of this girl passed the fuck out and like that sick in the hotel room with her and some guy just like 
brushing her hair or something weird. Oh, and all the Tulsa name tags and stuff people have. And then he tweeted, he was like, man, the Tulsa, that was a different guy and we fired him. It's yeah. okay, I'm red. And then in 2011, was it 2011, yeah. where he was making a joke uh, as calling it a struggle snuggle. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was awful. I have a picture of that. Yeah. And that was with his girlfriend, aka also the one who's in charge of firepower now. So he's still getting all of that money. Wow. Okay, I have the exact um, the exact tweet here, um, and this is from um, November 6th, 2011. He said, uh, rape is such a strong term. I prefer the term struggle snuggle. Ha ha ha. That is so disgusting. Yeah. I don't even like it. I don't think it's a thing that you need to be even joking about. Right. And I think uh, what's interesting is some of the responses that some of the other artists have come out and said about this. Uh, Jaws came out and said, all I'm going to say right now is what goes around comes around and you'll always get what's coming to you. Be a good person and good things will come. Be a horrible fucking human being and eventually it'll bite you in the ass. Mm -hmm. Simple enough. Funny enough, uh, Jaws replaced Datsik on one of those festivals. (laughs) That's yeah. true. It, yeah. uh, it's uh, Electric Forest weekend, yeah, one too. Of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. lucky me, I was kind of actually hoping for Zed's dead, you know, but, you know, I'll do Jaws. That's cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, and also, you know, protect yourselves out there. Even though we preach plur all the time in the community and we take care of each other, make sure to use, like, the buddy system. If you see someone in help alone and struggling, go up to them, ask for help. If you see someone getting harassed and it looks like they, it's unwelcomed or anything like that, you know, go go try to see what's up a little bit. Also, being safe and cautious as well too. So travel in packs. Yeah, <laughs> travel in herds. Like we went to uh, <laughs> yeah. Flux Pavilion, mm-hmm. and uh, there's oh, these guys that would not leave us alone. They kept basically stalking us through the entire venue. That was terrifying. It was. We actually uh, had to go up to the security and get escorted to our car mm. because it was that creepy. Like we kept trying to get away from them, pushing away from them, and nothing. You know. See, what I always like to do to guys like that, I always like to go dance on them. Because nine, <laughs> nine times out of ten, they're all like, oh, what, what, whoa, man, what, oh, yeah, oh, oh. What are you and doing, bro? They leave, they leave after that. I, yeah. I think that would have a different effect of you dancing on them oh, versus yeah. me. Yeah. I was offering to, like, punch, punch them out. Yeah, no, I'd I be like, want to go to I'd violence. be like, what's up, no. big boy? How you doing? They'd be like, oh, no, no. Oh. <laughs> I see the way you work it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I see you stalking them. You after the one one, honey. But I mm. still believe, and this is something that I think, I, I think we, I think we all. God damn it! Welcome to Festive <laughs> I think we all believe that this is a very small thing that happens every mm-hmm. once in a while with people who are out to be predators. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is not a thing that is, you know, that happens very often. And I want to believe that the general consensus among the community is that you know this is a place for people to. Um, be themselves in a safe place to explore, you know, themselves and their spirituality and people's, you know, uh, affinity for music and things like that. So I don't know. I feel like this is, this is a really terrifying thing that has literally shaken the community to its core. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, um, I feel like it just reaffirms the fact that we need to focus on the core values that sustain um, the EDM community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just so sad that someone just used like their, like uh, their fame as power. Mm-hmm. And stuff too, like it's I don't know. It pisses it's me off. I've been ranting about it. That's right. for sure. <laughs> that was one thing I was shocked. I was like, He's oh Canadian? my gosh. He's Canadian. 
Oh. I would have felt like, okay, oh. all right, if this, was an, if this was an American guy, all right, like, all right, like, okay. But in Canada, you're but supposed Canada, to leave your doors unlocked. Yeah, you're supposed, supposed to be, really be friendly. like, Canadian people are supposed to be super friendly and wonderful. I'm and sorry, awesome. eh? <laughs> right? And I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> apparently, this, this, I mean, apparently he's, I don't know, I'm not going to say anything You else. know, there was one girl who actually uh, tweeted out, um... Got it. Uh, let me actually pull this up because I kind of found this mildly entertaining. Um, she said, just in case anyone wants Dat Six number to tell him that he is scum, I bought. Uh, I was brought back to the back of his bus and got extremely lucky, but was able to politely decline his offer and then posted his number. <laughs> I actually tried to call it today just for, you know, like maybe something interesting would happen and that I could talk about it on today's you know, we should episode. call him again right now. See if he wants to be on the show. See if he wants to be on the show. Give us um, an exclusive. In- you want to explain your red vibes, bruh? It you goes straight to it? voicemail. It doesn't even. Um, sure. I don't know. We can I'm, we can try it. I'm real sure quick. that phone is thrown in the trash somewhere. <laughs> thrown in the trash. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, let's see. No. It, it, the phone rings Atlanta, Georgia. The subscriber you have dialed is not in service. <laughs> he turned off his phone. There you go. So Aww. that's interesting. Okay, well, you escaped us for now, but someday we'll have you on the show. And... We will find you. <laughs> <laughs> we have a very special set of skills. <laughs> Probably in prison or, I don't know, maybe working as a hobo. I don't know. I guess that's not really a job. Working, so. working hard as a hobo. <laughs> Every day I'm hoboing. Hey, hobo life's hard, man, all right? It ain't easy to be hobo. Oh I can't even, I can't even. All right, but I think we should jump into the show. All right. Are you ready for the show? Let's get into it. Let's, let's get some good vibes in here. Yeah, let's not let's sexually the, assault anyone on the show. Let's read the that? vibe in the room. Is it all good? <laughs> I so think good. the vibes are so good in here. Mm, good. All right, so. We got puppies to cuddle with. and We have our Festa dogs. Yeah. We got our Festa shots. Uh, um. uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we have a really awesome guest that I'm eager to introduce. So let's start it. I Welcome back to FestaCast. I am Noe. I'm Dana. What up? It's Reckless. Hi, I'm DJ Kmore. DJ Kmore. Oh, I was saying it wrong this entire time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was saying Kmore. Yeah, so was I. Everybody so, does that yeah. because the, I don't put a hyphen in it. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, the way I spell it. It's, I try to put it all together, but whenever you know I say it, people are like, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. Like it, my first name is spelled K E N N A N. So whenever people see it, they're like Kenan, and I'm like, no, it's Keenan. That's how. Yeah. That's my uh-huh. mom maybe pronounce it. So yeah, Th- yeah. thanks mom for you know <laughs> making me adopt this strange spelling. So <laughs> I get it. Mine is phonetic as well. It's Dana D A Y N A, and that throws people off. They're like Diana, and I'm like, no, it's literally phonetic. I always want to say Dayman. I'm like. Day man, but it's Dana. <laughs> Where's the man? That's all like, whoa. It just reminds me of Day man. I'm sorry. <laughs> what is that from? Like, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Is that what it is? I don't know, no. <laughs> uh, it's, it's an actual song, I promise. I'm not just weird. Anyways, I'm going to uh, change the subject for a second. Um, get the awkwardness away from me. Um, where's the origin of your name? Where did it come from? Um, well, yeah, um, my homies, um, I used to play basketball whenever I was in high school. And my last name is Morning. So oh. they would just call me K-Morn. So I just, you know, rocked with that for ever since, like, high school, up to college and... When I got to doing music or whatever, people was just like, you know what? 
you know, you're struggling with this name. Like, stop trying to go for Rasta stuff. Like, just go with your name. It's cool. I was like, mm-hmm. what, K-more? Like, yeah, like J-Lo. Like, <laughs> like, your mom's name, my mom's name is K-Lo. And everybody's like, dog, your mom has the coolest name. Like, how do you spell it? It's like K-A-Y-L-O. So it's like, wait a minute. So it's literally like K-Lo? And I was like, yeah. They're like, oh my God, yeah, you got to stick with K-more, man. I was like, okay. So yeah, that's that's how we decided on that so that actually like end up turning into like a greeting also like good morning i was yeah well so you were thinking the same thing ever since i was like you know going to school and shit i mean Mm -hmm. and stuff um (laughs) my uh all my teachers would be like oh good morning mr morning and i'll just be like yeah hi Um, (laughs) (laughs) i'm only here because i'm forced to be yeah (laughs) so yeah and i'm it's crazy i'm the worst morning person ever like (laughs) She can, my girlfriend can attest to that. Like, she's like, yo, he's the worst person to get up in the morning. Like, I'm the grumpiest. Like, I'm just not cool in the morning. So, yeah. It's like a, what is it, a double entendre? Is that what it's called? A misnomer? Misnomer. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah. There it's not even go. close to what it should be. <laughs> Are you a night owl? I'm definitely a night owl. Maybe you like, should be K-night. Okay. 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 You know, it kind of works, though, because you stay up so late that it's morning. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. There you go. Okay, okay. Ooh. Different perspective. Okay, okay. We might have to think about this. We little. dig we dig a little too deep sometimes. <laughs> no. We have fun doing it. You help us, you know what I'm saying? Whenever we're too much, you know, deep into the music, y'all help us think of the other stuff. So well, I have to say, I was completely that. entranced uh, by your performance one morning at Breakfast of Beats. I know you said you're not a breakfast person, but there you were <laughs> that morning. You were performing with Kind Beats and Mr. Casual and Lofty, mm-hmm. who is one of our alums from the show. Uh, we That's really like Lofty. We're we are way good friends with him. He's he's fantastic. And yet I you know I I stumbled into uh, Breakfast and Beats one morning at Backyard on Bell, and I heard you playing some fantastic music, and that's how I was like, oh, I want him on the show. Thank um, you, thank you, thank you. So so how did you get uh, you know associated with Breakfast and Beats and Lofty? Man, it's crazy. Um, dang, how did I meet Lofty? Um, I think I met him. I actually met him through social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I had done, um, I DJed for um, Mecca. Um, she used to actually go to UNT as well um, with Lofty, but and, and he actually DJed for her a couple of times. Um, but I DJed, and I think that on a post, me and him actually talked like on a post, and he was just like, "Yo, like I like your stuff, dude. Like I would love like to like have you come out and play." And I was like. Yeah, like I ain't, I ain't never did it before. I was like, let me check him out really quick, and like, dude's amazing. Like, production, like a one. Like he, you know, he just won for best producer out here in Denton. So, um, you know, I just came out, and you know, that was like actually my first time actually like meeting him face to face at um, Backyard on Bell. So that was pretty tight. But yeah, I mean, he's just he was just like a pretty cool dude ever since day one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, I just remember I showed up that morning and I literally have you circled here as somebody <laughs> I want to. These are my notes from that day. Ah, and I was ah. just like, DJ Kmore, <laughs> talk to this guy. That's fantastic. Thank I mean, you. Thank what you. you're doing is fantastic. So um, I want to ask you a little bit about um, uh, how would you characterize your own musical style? What kind of genre mm. would you would you um, I know that like I mean, a lot of artists work in a lot of different genres, but where would you say is your favorite um, place to kind of characterize your music um of course well not of course but um hip-hop is the origin of what i, I work with yeah. um 
hip hop and R&B is mainly what I'm going to play. If I'm going to go to a, a venue or if I'm going to make a mix or something like that, I'm going to have hip hop associated somewhere in there. Um, the one thing that I've started to really, like, really dive into um, and really try to, you know, and incorporate in my mixes and, and, you know, in my live sets and things like that is house, um, like Soulful House. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now you're right up. Soulful House, um, you know, um, dance hall is always deep in me. Um, and um, a lot of, um, just a lot of different, like, instrumentals and stuff like that. I like to, I like flips. I like a lot of remixes. I like to m- make people stretch their musical mind, if per se. Mm-hmm. So if you like, oh, I love this Migos song, but here I am putting it behind a Sango beat. And you're like, holy shit, I've never even heard that. What are they talking in the background? I don't know, but this beat is so amazing. And the Migos are still going. Like, what is this? You know, and that's the reaction that I, I want. So I guess it's kind of like, I guess if you want to characterize how I play or what it is that I, I am, I guess my DJing style is, I want the the element of surprise slash slash... I don't know, like a chameleon. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I'm changing into all this different shit, but we're still staying the same course. You know what I am still. Yeah. And you know what we're going for. We want you to still, you know, be live. I want you to keep drinking, but mm-hmm. just know we're gonna switch it up to some stuff that you're gonna still keep grooving to. Nice. Yeah. So is that is that based on like your ability to read the audience? That is the that is the ability to, for me to read the audience. Mm-hmm. I will say that that is in my live sets. I think that that is what I hang my hat on. I am able to say like, okay, this is these are the kind of vibes that people, you know, like for the first like five or ten minutes I can play what I want and I can kinda of look, you know, I look and see like what are people doing here? Mm-hmm. Are they like kinda of like still in conversation or are they kinda of like still bobbing a little bit? Like mm-hmm. what's happening? And at that point then I say, Okay, do I need to play a little bit more upbeat or do I still need to ease them in into what they you know, what they want to hear towards twelve o'clock, you know, something like that. Right. But for the most part, I mean I think that what I've learned out in Dallas is that people accept the creativity as long as it makes sense. If you and as long as it's not like, you know, like crazy noise to their ears, like as long as it makes sense, they're good for it. So just staying on course and, you know, just playing something that they know a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But I, I think that I definitely know how to read a crowd and that's definitely what I have hand, like hung my hat on whenever it comes to my live sets for sure wow so you really like to balance things that are familiar and the things that are unfamiliar Mm -hmm. kind of this uncanny uh uh uh, i don't know complexity that you're Mm -hmm. developing with your music and i think i felt that whenever i came to see you perform that morning at breakfast and beats um there was kind of like a very chill vibe but it was also very fresh yeah uh very you know for a sunday Hearing music that was kind of like getting everybody going again. It's kind of like re-energizing yeah. to hear some of that. And I think that it was it was nice to sit there with my breakfast pizza <laughs> yeah, okay. and be and so feel inspired again. <laughs> I've been run down. It's been a long weekend. I've had a good Man. time. But here I am listening to some energizing music. And I think that I was pretty inspired by that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Noe, do you have any questions? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I actually have a few. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, honestly, I'm going to start off weird. Um, All right, right, let's get to it. We like weird questions. (laughs) So if you could have any animal, real or fake, as a pet, and it have, like, on your stage and hanging out with you everywhere, what would it be? Dang. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, I would want a lion. A lion? Yeah, lions lions are my favorite animals. Yeah? Um, But I'm very, um, I'm very, um, 
believing in the characteristics of a lion, you know, you're very loyal, you're strong, you're a leader, mm-hmm. um, and you just command that respect. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I don't know if animals talk like that, but <laughs> who, made, who made the lion the king of the jungle, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, have, like, that's what the, I like. the Chronicles of Narnia, is that what it is, where the lion yeah, actually yeah, talks? Yeah. What was his name? That's my man's, oh, I forgot his man. name, dog. I don't know, he had the best voice, whoever played him, yeah. <laughs> it was so soothing I remember <laughs> <laughs> I want to sleep through yeah. that. See, he could be a really good like Aslan. Yeah. Aslan, that's it. Yeah, like yeah. he'd be a good and like a really good bodyguard, like security, like you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Like he protect my women, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So nobody gets you know messed with on that on that level. You know what I I'm like saying. It. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then you can have it like as your logo too, so you can just be, yeah like, fierce as fuck, but also like it makes sense. Real humble. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. So um. Whenever it comes to, um, like, your songs and stuff, too, like, I guess who would be, like, your biggest, like, influences? Oh, um, so for the majority of, like, the, the, the mixes that I make, um, dang, I would say, well, you know what, let me take that back. Let me, let me start, <laughs> let me go back, let me go back. Um. Take me way yeah, back. Yeah, let me go back. Um. <laughs> My my biggest influence is uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Uh-huh. Um, being introduced to him on Fresh Prince, like that was cool. But whenever I dug a little bit deeper, like who the heck is this guy? Like we know what summertime is, but like what does he really do? Like is he the producer or is he the DJ? Like what does he do? Yeah. And um, I seen I seen him on a Boiler Room set, mm-hmm. and oh, um, yeah. I, I just I I fell in love with I already knew what DJing was, but I was just like holy sh-, you know like dude this guy is like he's amazing and this is this is what he does like this is what I want to do like mm-hmm. this is this is the person that I want to like imitate kind of um, so you know as far as like the the influence of how I DJ I would say for sure um jazzy jeff um but the the music that i i try to incorporate for the most part and one artist that i touch a lot is kanye west mm-hmm. um i love all his albums but the yeezus album the um graduation album and um there's a dark by dark black twisted fantasy or yeah, something like yeah. that that album I, I love mixing um those songs songs from those albums into into almost literally anything mm-hmm. so I, you know I, I, <laughs> I think that that's those those are my biggest influences when it comes to djing for yeah. sure yeah have you seen jazzy jeff live i haven't i missed him when he came um the he hell? came a couple of, a couple yeah. of months ago and i was sick bro i was oh, sick man oh i was sick man I got, I got one more question about the music stuff, man. Okay. All right, so I was creeping on your Facebook. Trying okay. To, trying to get a little info, you know what I'm we saying? We do our Okay. I okay. was creeping. Okay. And I saw Blink-182. Yeah. I saw the Deftones beard. Yeah. I saw some chick and some promo thing you were throwing up wearing a Nirvana shirt. Yeah. Tell me about the rock influence, man. Dog, so, yeah, a lot of people don't know. Um, um, there was a time, um, oh, there was a time where, um, <clears throat> well, I'd say within... Okay, let me start here. Okay. <laughs> it's weird. So like, thoughts. music is, is weird for me. Like, whenever the journey. Okay, so whenever I, you know, of course, whenever I was, like, from, like, maybe two, that's whenever you really start to, like, really know what music is yeah, yeah. and start really, like, okay, I want to hear that. Yeah. Um, whenever I got from two to maybe, you know, i say eight, I was really hip-hop, R&B. 
once I got into, you know, my own um, and um, I was like 9, 10, 11, my mom and my dad started really letting me just like listen to whatever I wanted to. And at that time, I was staying in a majority white neighborhood. My homie down the street, I used to play basketball with him, <laughs> but he listened to mad rock. And I was just like, yo, like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, let, let me listen to this shit with you. And at that time, he was listening to, like, Korn. He was listening to Slipknot. Oh, he yeah. was listening to, you know, um, Blink-182. And at that time, you know, Blink-182 was, like, mad cool. But yeah. they were, like, in my opinion, like, they were, like, the jackass of rock. Like, and I really, <laughs> I really, I really love, like, Johnny Knoxville and them. Like, yeah. I really fuck with Bam and them. You know what I'm saying? So, like... That was, like, that was, whenever I say, like, really diving into music, like, rock is my really first love of music. Like, I love instruments. I love oh, yeah. the, I love guitars. And bass guitar is what really, like, really caught my ears. So I was like, holy shit, like, this is a guitar that's doing this? <laughs> so, like, I really, I really, I really can say for sure that I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have the musical ear if I didn't ha listen to rock yeah. first, like, for sure. Can yeah. you play any other instruments? Yeah. Um, No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. The only instrument um, that I ever had was my voice. I used to sing. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I used to sing in show choir. Oh, and wow. fucking the choir in church. Ooh, that was that was a horrible sentence. Take that. <laughs> I used to sing in church. So, yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. So, whenever you're, um, like, say it's, like, late at night, you're trying to work on a new track or anything like that, you get writer's block. Mm -hmm. yeah. What is your best way of dealing with that? Like, mm. How do you push through and conquer the evil, evil <laughs> block of writers? Um, <laughs> um, of course, weed. We smoke lots of weed in, in my place of residence. <laughs> um, and um, there's a couple of things. Um, food for me and her. Uh -huh. We love to eat, even though we're small. Um, <laughs> and um, she always says, like, Come here, let me touch you. So basically, she thinks that if I if if I'm having writer's block or I mean not writer's block but creative block, uh -huh. if she's having writer's block, the answer uh -huh. is always like let's have sex real quick. <laughs> It'll work hey, out. Hey, sexual yeah. healing. That's a real thing. Yeah, that's a real thing. That's the answer to everything. Yeah. Cure um, everything. But and other one other thing. Uh, well, two other things if you want to count it like that. Um, I'm really big on not big, but I'm a believer in psychedelics. I'm a believer of like dropping tab of acid or you know eat some shrooms yeah. like mm -hmm. it'll open you up to the things that your mind wasn't trying to let you get to mm -hmm. or make you say no nah, that's not gonna work like yeah i'm gonna make this work yeah you know what <laughs> I mean? so yeah i'm I, I think that those things are definitely so you created a lot of songs while you're i've created a lot of mixes <laughs> uh, uh, yeah I, i've created maybe like four or five mixes called acid drips and bong uh -huh. rips uh -huh. and it's literally like just me like literally i took a tab of acid and I'm just like you know what like let me just go ahead and make a mix now like it works now yeah. so yeah that's that's what we do I guess sometimes let me not say all the time but yeah sometimes, sometimes it's just taking the stopper out of that creative bottle uh, yeah that's what it just is just let it flow that's what it is you know that's I actually find oddly that a lot of like artists you know I've asked him like off air too I'm like so what do you do I was asking someone on our first season I'm not gonna call out names <laughs> they're uh like what do you do whenever you get stuck he's like oh yeah I just watch porn and uh <laughs> I get really high I'm like that works all right cool interesting because I've just been curious you know like 
because I've gotten friendships with everyone, you know, after everything's said and done. It's crazy. Like, I was talking to a homie, and he was like, yo, you can't really say you have a relationship with somebody if you haven't, like, actually, like, shared, like, a Pornhub, like, pr- playlist or something. With you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, dang, you know what? You might be right. I was like, but it is that. Like, you, you have to have something mm-hmm. that will get you out of that, you know? Um, like a vulnerability. Yeah. yeah. Like, something that, yeah. something that can, that has that control over you you know mm-hmm. uh, i know i have a friend um um who basically um soccer is his thing mm-hmm. he's like dog like if i if i have you know any kind of issues whether it be like i'm angry or like i'm like he's also an artist he's like i have a creator's block like i will get on fifa and just go ham for like mm-hmm. a couple of, a couple <laughs> of hours man so yeah i mean that's definitely a thing for sure yeah that's fascinating. I, I think that's, I mean, that's definitely something we've even done on the show. Drinking, <laughs> drinking and drinking. Um, that's how I got through season one. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> I mean, like all the best writers. Okay. I don't want to say the best writers, but let's just admit like mm-hmm. sometimes there's a chemical crutch there. Oh yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> to help you get past that block and then you're on your way yeah. again. So yeah. whenever you're making songs or when you're playing um, in front of a crowd and stuff too, if your music had to be a color, mm. what would it be? Mm. Ooh, this is a good one. This goes all the way back to, like, our first episode. Throwing mm. it back. Throwing oh, it back. Oh, man. man. Yeah, and he had an interesting answer. I um, like the way you were talking about, like, psychedelics and stuff, too, yeah. so I'm sure that color is kind of a yeah, good representation of... Yeah, it's definitely a thing. Um, I would say kind of like a... Damn. I would say kind of like a... Mm, I wouldn't say... Mm, like a greenish color, yeah. not not a not too bright of a green because I have a chill side to me, but enough to to pop in your eyes. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna say kind of like kind of like a little bit darker than that green of the or is that yellow maybe is that yellow? Would you consider that yellow? It's like, like a lime green. Yeah. So yeah, kind of like a little bit a little bit darker, uh, mm-hmm. a little bit chiller. So maybe like that green up there on the ether. Yeah, kind of like okay, that, yeah. like that right there on yeah. the casting there. Yeah. On the festive casting there, like that. So it's kind of like a, like a neon emerald. green, emerald green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like an emerald green. Yeah, That's like an emerald green. Soothing, there you but go. it's also very powerful. There you go. Yeah, it's a jewel tone. I like that. There you go. I feel All right. like I really like that answer. So your logo is going to be a lion, but it's going to have like emerald <laughs> green eyes, like emerald eyes. <laughs> okay, okay, oh okay. man, and that's okay. what we're doing. Oh wait, okay, okay. Now I'm I'm having a vision right okay, now. Okay, okay. Of of that one that Katy Perry. Like walked oh, out the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl. With the, didn't it have like jeweled eyes or something? Uh, Maybe I'm thinking Aladdin. Is it kind of like a Medusa type of thing? Like I don't know if it had jeweled eyes. I know I thought it lit up. But it had light up eyes. She rode like a giant tiger. You need to ride a giant lion. <laughs> a giant yeah. lion. Okay, but I'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. So what inspired you to get into music in the first place? Um. Everyone has like a okay. I had a moment where I figured out that I wanted to be a musician. Yeah. So tell me about that moment, or did was it was it progressive, or did it hit you all at once? Um, I was, I graduated from from. I had no idea that I was going to try to do anything with music. I've always said like, oh man, after I get my money and shit shit right, I will mm-hmm. try to get some. I'll get into music some kind of way. Um, but I didn't know it would be like this. Mm-hmm. Um. What it was was that I was I had just graduated from college with a finance degree, and I was working at an auto pound out in Fort Worth for the actually the police auto pound in Fort Worth, and um, I hated that. 
And I was still trying to get a job in finance, but I couldn't even get a job at Sprint. Like, I don't know if it was like I was overqualified. I don't know what the heck. I, I even cut my hair the mm-hmm. first time. Um, and it was long. It was long like this, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, dude, like, if I'm not still can't get no job and I'm going through all of this, like, what the heck? Like, why am I trying to, you know, make these people happy? Let's do something that I want. So I was sitting at home one day. And that, that was the day that I watched The Boiler Room with Jazzy Jeff and I was like dog this is actually something I want to do and I was like let me invest in like maybe just like a low key like mixer like a hundred dollar mixer or something like that and let me see what I can do with it oh tell us what kind it was uh it was a uh Newmark Mixtrack Pro oh. hey yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah classic yeah man uh and that was my baby for like maybe like a year or two um <laughs> I, I did I, I did a wedding I did some some house parties, like oh, yeah. I was moving around on that thing, um, and <laughs> and at that point I was like, dog, I was like, you know what, dog, like you might want to think about like trying to really like go into this. Like you have the you have a, a, I had a, a crazy library without even thinking about DJing, like my I, with like actual like the actual tracks, not like oh I had it on Apple Music or something like that. Like I had all the actual songs, so like I was just like, dog, like why not just try to like actually like see about. DJing like at a bar or something like that Mm -hmm. and I was trying for a little bit but it didn't work and I met um, somebody this lady by the name of Lily um, over at Crown and Harp Mm -hmm. and after that she gave me my first slot and at that point I did my first gig and I was like dog I want to do this Mm -hmm. this is it right here (laughs) so I was like, shit, I can make money with this too. Like it works, dog. So yeah, we kept it. We kept it moving from there. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. So that was kind of like your first, your first beginnings, and it's kind of grown since then. You're playing yeah. in Dallas. You're playing in Denton. Yeah. Um, what would you say you like most about the DFW music scene? Um, what I'd, I'd say is that I mean, I people say in like maybe like Austin or Houston is like the melting pot but I think I think that Dallas is like definitely like right there mm-hmm. I mean we have a lot of things that we can play um from hip-hop to cumbia to mm-hmm. you know house to you know you rock some EDM or some trap whatever like people people will find a way to vibe with you mm-hmm. like alcohol is a crazy thing Mm-hmm. And it, it it makes it makes people vibe, but I think that people in Dallas naturally vibe. People naturally yeah. have an energy like that. In the DFW, we have that energy of like let's have fun, like mm-hmm. so. Dallas Ravers are the best. Just saying, yeah, no, <laughs> we have a good time here, and I think that I think you make a good point in terms of thinking of it as like a melting pot. Yeah. It's a place where a lot of different types of music come in and just spin around a giant circle and it's kind of mm-hmm. like oh this goes together and this can go together yeah. and this influence from like you know the the eastern side of the u.s and this influence from the western side of the u.s and we're kind of like right in the middle yeah. 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 yeah yeah we're a giant blender making things awesome boiler room nah we're the blender room we're making some good smoothies up in here whoa i don't know wait you might have write that down in your notes the blender room write that down in your notes there okay there might right. be a thing that we can do for you guys oh wow. oh yeah. i i am full of that might be a thing that I'm we can like ideas. work out and like get a venue and like uh, yeah. shit. all right listeners and that's copyrighted can't do it yeah <laughs> cost you five dollars no no nope. fifty dollars <laughs> $150. Hundred fifty dollars. Oh wow! Let's say two hundred. Man, I can make a living on this. Stuff. <laughs> so if you listen to our show, you know I have lots of crazy. Okay, ideas, but okay. we'll get into that. So how often do you play in Denton? How many times have you played Ooh, up here? Man, I've only played in act, like an actual like set in Denton, maybe uh-huh. like 
three times maybe. Okay. Oh, yeah. so I got lucky in costume. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. One yeah, of the yeah. times that you were up here. Yeah. Um, I played once at. I played. Actually, I've played. I played once at Backyard and Bell outside of the mm-hmm. the Breakfast and Beats. I played for EDM. DFW is it EDM or DFW EDM or is it EDM? EDM, EDM DFW. Yeah, Brandon, and Brandon, <laughs> Brandon and all. Yeah, uh-huh. I played. He had me out there. Um, um, one cold night, and <laughs> um, <laughs> and I played. I think we dropped in at that show. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I played for Desi Five. Um, mm-hmm. it was a show they had at Backyard and Bill there too. So. Oh, so you've only ever played at one venue? Just one venue, dude. We can show you the world. Oh man, I would. I would love to play out here for real. I would love to play out here. For Basements real. and houses and <laughs> the backyards. Oh that dirty basement. Um, All right, I want to bring awesome. it back a second. Yeah. So we're talking about your very first investment in your hundred dollar mixer. Yeah. What are you working on now? To buy? Yeah. Oh, uh, a new apartment. No, 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 no. Uh, I mean, uh, like, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yeah. Like, Millennial struggle, for real. You, do you still use the mixer, or do you have different oh, hardware? Oh, no. hell no. Hell no. Hell no. No, 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 no. We actually can scratch with this one that I got now. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm using a DDJ, a Pioneer DDJ um, SX2. Okay. Yeah. That's so, pretty bougie, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's bougie. Yeah. I'm, I'm broke. I'm learn. broke, fam. I'm going to get to you. I'm Everything broke. for the cause of good music. <laughs> you hear Pioneer and it's bougie. <laughs> what software are you using? Uh, Serato. Serato. Still gotcha. rocking. A lot of people told me to try Tractor. Um, yeah. <laughs> I want to try to try to. No, okay. And that's a, that's my thing. I want to try to really incorporate scratching, but I'm really more of a transitions guy. I like yeah. I like people to be able to hear that. Damn, where did you? Put? I didn't know you were even bringing that in. Holy shit! You know, I like that. Yeah. I like that kind of feel. Yeah, Serato is definitely better for like scratching and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, Tractor is. Uh, more like EDM type. It's more like your producers. Um, yeah, I heard that they were like, yeah, it's more of a producers type of like software that you yeah. want to use. Yeah, it so. really is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this question is going to lead to another question. But mm-hmm. uh, what's your favorite food? Oh, chicken. Chicken. Fried chicken. We love Fried chicken about with food. lemon pepper on it to be exact. Oh. Homemade or do you have a certain like restaurant? Um, I love homemade fried chicken. Right. Uh, she makes amazing lemon pepper fried chicken. Oh, oh um, man. But uh, a, a restaurant would definitely be Wingstop. It's Ooh. not fried, but it is Wingstop. I like Wingstop, but I don't like their fries, and I think I'm the what? only one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. I like the ranch though. Mm. Okay, can I fire her? Ryan almost dude. Jumped you don't like the you table. don't like tea. You don't like I know. Wings? Fries, I like my fries crunchy. She's so. from Oklahoma. <laughs> That's it. Tulsa. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I really like the Taco Bell nacho fries because they're crispy as fuck. Those are delicious. Yes. Especially for a buck. Dude. I've never even had them before. Oh my God. On your way home, like once fries. you get to the That's highway, right. you're going to go buy a Taco Bell. Okay. You're gonna stop there and you're gonna go get nacho. <laughs> <Look, the instructions. laughs> one dollar. That's it, and it comes with nacho cheese, and you dip it in but there. But you can't. You can't wait till you get home to eat them. You pretty no, much you gotta eat yeah, them like right gotta, then because yeah. oh, because it's like one of those things. If it gets like cold, it's yeah, not cold. It yeah, you fries. Yeah. no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's like they're crispy. They're weird. They got like a little bit of brown sugar on it. I swear to God. No, yeah, it's so they're kind of sweet. The frozen season. A little bit, but like not really. Okay, it's just like a hint. Potato fries. They're not like uh, they're not as sweet as Wingstop fries. Then. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Okay, no, no, you no, know, no. like you you've had the frozen like seasoned fries, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're exactly that. okay. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. You know what? Makes I was sense. gonna like bring this question on with your favorite food, but I think this would be more fun. Um, if you had to have like your your uh, music was a plate and you had fries on it, what toppings would you put on it? <laughs> um, 
I really am hungry. I forgot to eat dinner yeah, before. Yeah, y'all are um, making me starving. Yeah, right I'm, here. Pretty, I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, on top of my fries. We're gonna say um, we're gonna say I like nacho cheese. Mm. Okay. Uh, but instead of like regular nacho nacho cheese, like McKee, is it like I think I had this one time. It was like melted like Parmesan cheese. Oh, like a garlic parmesan yeah. fry? Yeah. Oh. Honey, baby, you yeah. are speaking my language. Yeah, with like, mm. with like lobster, but like a like lobster? little bitty hey. chunks of like chicken and then just top it off with little sprinkles of bacon. This is oh bougie. Gosh. All right, so when are you going to make this for us? <laughs> we're going to go buy some fries and we're going to doctor them up Have real good. Have you had lobster on That sounds before? like a $10 uh, yeah. appetizer. That's amazing. Yeah. First there was mac and cheese, now there's mac and lobster. Or, Lobster, lobster and fries. fries. Yeah. I love where did it. you have this? Um, damn, where did I have this at? Oh, there's this place um called um Calabash out in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Uh-huh. Mm. It was like a long time ago, but uh-huh. like they, it was kind of like a kids' meal type of thing. And like <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy kids shit! But it's like, but it's like, a, it's like a buffet. Like you pay like forty bucks per person, but it's like a buffet of like crab legs, king crab legs, like all the seafood mm. that you want, like big ass fucking scallops and shit. Oh, the so shrimp. it's like a Brazilian steakhouse. Dog, I'm it's already amazing. There. It's I'm amazing, fam. Like, mm. if you oh. ever go to South Carolina, make sure you go to Myrtle Beach. It's amazing there, but do not pass up that restaurant. All right, I'm all right. Gonna, I'm we're gonna write that down. Episode. We're gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to Casta, South Carolina. Uh-huh. So, we're, gonna, we're not interviewing anybody. We're just eating. <laughs> <laughs> so this lobster fries are really good. <laughs> so, that was the I episode, all right, guys. <laughs> um, honestly, that pretty much wraps up most of my questions there. Okay, well, that's fine because I have a an intellectual question. All for right, you. let's do it. How good are you with ancient history? I'm not. I'm not great. Not great. But I did pay attention in history class, so let's try this. Okay, let's do this. All right, I'm not going to quiz you or anything. I'm mainly okay. just. So I I take it upon myself mm-hmm. the the high aims to provide you. With some kind of onstage persona that you can leave this podcast with knowing like, hey, if I want to wear something on my head to make a name for myself. Okay, okay. I now know what I need to put on my okay, head okay. to make a name for myself. Uh, I mean, As we, see this, we see this. Yeah, yeah. You, know, <laughs> you basically need to be, oh, Luna Lovegood. From Harry Potter with the big lion on her head for the Gryffindor team. Okay, JK, that's super nerdy. Let me backtrack. I was about to say, hold on, because help me out. We just watched, <laughs> we watched all of the Harry Potters maybe. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Luna Lovegood with the big, with the big lion on her head. Oh, yeah. To oh, support Gryffindor. Like with the blonde hair. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. She's like my favorite character, but let me backtrack a little her. bit. <laughs> I think that every good artist should wear something on their head. Okay. Or okay. dress up or have some kind of on Some kind of persona. signature. Yeah. So you can like, okay, I don't remember that guy's name, but he was definitely wearing a lion on his head. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> I think... Lion head. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, I think that you should just be the king Ooh. Of, Ooh. of EDM. And in the, in the work that you do... I think you need to be the pharaoh. Oh wow! <laughs> I oh, think wow. that you could be DJ. Well, I mean, you don't have a DJ, but I think you should be like Pharaoh Kamor. Okay, okay, oh. okay. Because 
Like, That's this tight. would be super cool to have, like, mummies wow. dancing to your music. Hell yeah. We got, we got a, I drew in a lion in here because I felt like you need walk that. walk like an Egyptian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Who would Holy not shit. dance to that? Wow. You got some, like, big papyri. Wow. The plural word, papyri. Okay. Um, some papyrus plants. <laughs> um, you know, and some, you know, you got you got your whole like big like snake thing on your head with some gold and gold uh, everywhere yeah. and gold everywhere. And I think that it would just suit you to be like, That's dude, dope. you know what? This music is so timeless timeless, they played it in the pyramids. And for a special Holy Halloween shit. set, you could dress up as a mummy. And then throughout the set, just, just unravel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for this. Thank you for this. Yeah. Thank you for this. And I just want, is it confetti cannons? Are they going to shoot out confetti or is it going to be jewels? It's going to be sand. Ow! <laughs> like golden yeah. sand. You've been watching yeah, it out of your shit. hair forever. Hey, 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 you're seeing the king. That's true. You're seeing the king. The best part. Everybody can toga, toga at the party. Yeah, oh, I man. think it would be so got awesome. got toga on and walking like an Egyptian. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yo, that's absolutely. A good, yo, that's a good idea. You know what? You you can't throw down harder than a mummy does. Man, because like they party until they come unwrapped. Wow, unraveled. Yo, unwrapped. this is this is this is this is really what I bargained for. Thank you for this. You're welcome. I'm leaving with definitely more than what I was bargaining for. I even got like the eye of for. Osiris in here and some like you know like sun rays yeah, from the god yeah. Aten. Uh, I had fun with this, and I think that's that dope. You should just run with that. Yo, that's tight. Thank you so much for that. You're I, welcome. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And because you've been on our show, I'm going to offer it to you free. Usually, I charge five dollars. For my fantastic ideas. I thought you went up. Did I? Oh, yeah. I went up. $6. Okay. It's season three. Um, With my expertise. We got some traction going No, I'm so glad that you like that. I just think that you can, you know, you can, you can pull that off. Like I'm a, I'm a MFN Pharaoh about to lay down some (laughs) sick work here. Yo, that's tight. I appreciate that. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to try to incorporate that in there some kind of way. Yeah. You drop, drop, drop the beat a little bit and then just, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah, but like yeah. the lion roars in there would be so cute. That would be kind of tight, like a little drop in there. Cute. That'd be tight. Yeah. Okay. Then you okay. need like one of those crazy sphinx cats to like sit on your like, table. <laughs> Ooh, and a sphinx it's cat. It's just like so looking bad. around at people. Like I don't know, they're creepy. They're so sphinx terrifying. I want creep me out. Those are, are those the ones that are like kind of like gray. The oh, the little hairless ones. Cats. Oh, the naked ones. Yeah, those are creepy yeah. as fuck. Get it like an Egyptian looking beaded collar or yeah. something, and it's just looking at people like. You yeah. can draw like an eye on its forehead. Oh, that'd be crazy. That's scary. That'd be crazy. That's terrifying. That'd All right. Crazy. Well, I'm about I just, it. I think, yeah, I think we can do this. You need to walk <laughs> out on a giant lion like Katy Perry. <laughs> Katy Perry. Katy um, Perry. <laughs> <laughs> make this happen. So yeah, that's I like it. For Thanks that. for that. Okay, have have any of us? No, no one said the word. That's Imagine. weird. I know. You'll have is, to. Wait. Do you is take the word all the word? shots if we don't say the word? Let's take a shot, though. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I, that's what I figured was. We all just wait, gonna take a shot. Take I mean, if I gotta me. take all three, I will. There's yeah. no hesitation on my part. You can tell me a secret. What's the word? I'm just gonna say it. we're at the end of the episode, right? Just okay. Kidding. All right. So y'all want to know the shot word since nobody said it somehow. I don't know how. I'm really know, curious. But no one did. What no is it? Did. It's Riddle. Nobody said oh, You got so close. You said house, trap, and that and was like, 
Read it. Read it. Read it. Okay. Okay. No one okay. said it. Okay. And I was really disappointed. Okay. But I'm also very glad because I'm not really rhythm. Got my house going. So. I was really thinking about rhythm as well. Wow. Because so I thought you were going to say we're talking about like the yeah, reggae dance stuff. Hall, dance yeah. Hall, yeah. I wasn't on the rhythm wave this time. I'm yeah. sorry. Usually I mention it though. So that's Listen, I was trying to think of some of the other kinds of like genre musicians that we've had on this show. And we've had some other really interesting ones, but I think we've only talked about rhythm once. Rhythm. I want no, the. It had to be more than once. I want the Maybe shirt twice. that says "Anti Rhythm Rhythm Club," <laughs> Anti Social Social Club. <laughs> no, it actually was just once or twice. I think we yeah, only talked about twice. it really on Thomas Black's episode. Yeah. Yeah, you know, three times. Uh, Blood Brothers too. Yeah, we did yeah. talk about it. And then Albatross, right? Maybe I don't know. Maybe. I, I remember asking. I remember asking somebody about rhythm, and they were like, "I don't know about rhythm. I don't know why you're asking me." And I'm like, "Okay, my research is bad." Um, <laughs> All right, all right. We've well, said rhythm at least a few times now. All let's, right, let's, let's take a shot. Rhythm, 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 rhythm. Just kidding. I have to rhythm, 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 rhythm. Rock them everywhere. Clink, oh, clink, oh, clink. Yeah, do it right up here. Oh yeah. yeah. Yay, clink it, clink, and sink it. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, welcome to the Festicast family. We're Thank very, you. very glad to get to That does fun. taste like bacon. I told you. This is fun. It's made from a bark. Pod Arco. Mm. I am drinking an alternative drink because I have sworn off alcohol for a month. So, yay. I mean, <laughs> I guess so, yay. <laughs> if your mouth is dirty, that whiskey will definitely clean that shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fifty percent alcohol. Yeah, baby. Uh, made in our very close neighbor, Louisville. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. All right, where can we find you and stalk you on the music front? Um, SoundCloud. Um, Just type in DJ K-M-O-R all together, no spaces. Um, Also, you can find me every first Saturday at the Nines out in Dallas. I'll be on the rooftop. Oh, that's Um, so cool. I played there once before, too. It's tight, right? It's so cool. It's tight, right? Yeah. Um, They had, like, the lady that'd be, like, on the little... I don't know mm-hmm. what you call it, the wire thing. I don't know. She's like on a hula hoop. I don't know, whatever. I've never oh, been there. that's so cool. You have some flow artists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her name was Monica. She was like really cool. She was dope. Dude, um, but um, uh, this Friday, tomorrow, actually, I'm going to be at Henry's Majestic. Um, actually, every first Friday, I'm going to be at Henry's Majestic going mm-hmm. forward. Going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but really, just catch me on Instagram, DJ underscore K M O R. And like, I post all my stuff there. So. Yeah. That's where you can find me. Fantastic. Right. We'll, we'll definitely put out the word that you've been on the show, and we really enjoyed talking to Thank you. Thank y'all so it's much, It's such a pleasure man. to get to know more about you. <laughs> I knew. I knew the moment I saw you at Breakfast and Beats, I was like, this guy is cool as shit. <laughs> and cool as he's the king. He's cool as stuff. Thank you. And, and I'm really glad that we got to know a little bit more <laughs> about you, and also tell a bunch of our listeners about you and your skills. Thanks so much. Oh, Yo, so cool. and this is a dope podcast. I definitely will have to make sure I tell the homies, <laughs> homies to check this out. We you guys have, are actually doing some dope stuff. I, I I listened to like I said, I listened to a podcast earlier today, and it was just like, oh, this is actually pretty tight. Like I was really excited. Pretty good. In, so. Yeah. We have so, fun. Yeah. I'm you guys are. She just exists. You're doing no. a great job. Too, so. Thank you. <laughs> You're doing Thank you. Thank amazing you. job, sir. I, I like to think that I breathe pretty well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. We'll catch you all next time. Peace. Catch you next week. Yeah.